millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. 
now. NobleGoldInvestments.com Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. I want to really talk about the insider stuff in newsrooms for, for people who don't know how it really is in newsroom. When your story broke, it was such a relief to me that I wasn't the only one uh, feeling the same way, right? Of yeah. being frustrated with what was happening in the newsroom. Fox Corp has been muzzling me to keep certain information from you, the viewers. I will be sitting down this week with Project Veritas to discuss the discrimination that CBS is enforcing upon its employees. Fellow news whistleblower April Moss and I I sat down for some real talk on the real culture inside the newsrooms. Not a lot of places you're going to get this sort of honesty as far as politics in the newsrooms, toxicity in the newsrooms, your boss's obsession with your appearance, a real deal on agents and how those stories really get spun. So don't want to miss that this interview coming up right now. But first, a word from my sponsor for this video, tapering, a word being used a lot right now, isn't it? It's a Fed code word for taking money from your pocket. Janet Yellen predicted we would never witness a new financial crisis, but the Fed owes over $30 trillion. Stop your money being taken by creating a precious metal IRA or 401k with Noble Gold. They are giving away a free five-ounce solid silver America the Beautiful bullion coin with each qualifying plan you start this month as a thank you. Call 877-646-5347 or visit noblegoldinvestments.com. Link in description. Okay, enjoy this talk. Hello, everyone. I am thrilled to bring on CBS whistleblower April Moss. She blew the whistle on her news outlet the week after I did when I blew the whistle on Fox this summer. And our whole lives have been upended ever since then. And we've gone independent. Thank you so much for coming on, April. Thanks so much for having me, Ivory. I'm so happy to be here with you. I truly, truly respect you. And um, I'm just so grateful that we were able to share that moment together, really. I mean, I had no idea that you were working with Project Veritas the same time I was. And so when your story broke, it was such a relief to me that I wasn't the only one uh, feeling the same way, right? Of being frustrated with what was happening in the newsroom. And so, um, you know, I think that forever you and I are going to be connected, right? Yeah. With just that, those early moments of being a whistleblower and uh, wanting true journalism to be uh, what is continually perpetuated in the media. And um, I think that you and I, as we've continued to evolve in uh, our independent journalism, since we blew the whistle on our uh, news outlets, I think that, you know, People are so grateful that there's people like us that have come forward and just been truthful and authentic, which is, I know that that's your heart. That's my heart. And uh, we just want people to know truth. Absolutely. And I think there, there were a lot of news people who felt the same way. A lot of them, you know, reaching out in confidence to me, but also uh, there was a Hawaii news anchor his name's Brenton. I'm no longer working at KITV4 News. In short, I lost my job for standing up to my now former bosses. Get this. He had the showdown in his r- newsroom the same week that the showdown of me live on air happened, except his wow. thing didn't go public until a month later when he finally mm-hmm. announced, yeah, I've been let go because of that showdown that happened the same week as me. Of course, he and I didn't know each other existed. We didn't know that we were both dealing with fake news in our newsrooms. You you and I didn't know each other. 
And then we start to hear from these other news people. So many news people this past year, especially have been really, their eyebrows are raising about, wait a sec, is, is this the journalism that we thought we got into? Or are we more and more seeing this meta narrative take shape regardless of the facts on the ground? And so it's an interesting yeah. time in the history of the media um, when it comes to, you know, oh, th- those are facts we can't talk about. Okay, these are facts that we must uh, praise. You know, right. and and wait, how how about just getting back to the basics of journalism? And so I want to get into I want to really talk about the in, you know, the insider stuff in newsrooms for for people who don't know how it's re- really is a newsroom. Maybe you're just curious. Maybe you're thinking of getting into journalism. And uh, so we can talk about our own experiences in corporate newsrooms and Give, give people some insight, some advice. I first want to start with this headline. Uh, we keep hearing about these news, these news people that just keep shutting off, uh, getting out of the corporations. And this guy, uh, article from adweek.com, morning anchor who quit Phoenix station celebrates end to professional toxicity. That is specifically something that he wrote when he wrote on Facebook that he was saying goodbye. He posted a picture of him taking his mic off for the last time at uh, KPNX, the NBC affiliate. And he wrote that he was, it was a hard decision, but he was so glad to end the professional toxicity. So you having been in a corporate newsroom for how many years? Nine years, nine years. It was yeah. nine years for me too. I didn't realize we both uh, worked in corporate <laughs> news for nine years full time. Yeah. So for you, when you hear about professional toxicity, uh, what what do you think he's talking about? You know, Ivory. I think that um, one point that is so important to make is that I would say ninety percent of the people in newsrooms across America would say that they vote Democrat. And so if you think about that, you've got a good majority of people in the newsrooms who are all thinking the same way, right? They're all thinking left. And you might have 10%, one or two people who are more libertarian or even conservative. And so that creates a dynamic within the newsroom where the majority of the stories are being crafted in such a way that fits that left narrative or left agenda. And then you have, you know, maybe a dissenting viewpoint from a conservative or a libertarian that says, well, wait a second, you know, we need to think about the other side here. And from people, I know that you, uh, you and I both have been in contact with multiple people across the United States who since our stories have come forward, they have, um, they're currently in newsrooms across America right now. And they're saying, I'm the only one in my newsroom who's trying to bring objectivity into the stories. Would you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. There's, there's, yeah. there's definitely a culture of leftism in newsrooms. So that could be part of what he's talking about. He didn't get into the details mm-hmm. of what was so toxic, but uh, let me just say, I, so I worked at a Fox affiliate in South Carolina, NBC affiliate in Kentucky, NBC affiliate in Minneapolis and then Fox owned in Houston. Mm-hmm. And it was, yeah, all of them were left leaning 
especially the one in NBC in Minneapolis. Oh my gosh. Like I'm sure it was. Leftism was their God, but that's like um, how it was in CBS Detroit. So, so similar. And well, I think the toxicity part, I mean, we're, you and I are just surmising this right from, from our experience in our newsrooms, but when you're the only one who's trying to bring the objectivity, it does feel like a toxic work environment because you feel like you can't relate to anybody that you're working with, that everybody else around you is, you know, thinking a different way than you are. And you're made to feel like this outcast, even though you're saying, I'm not trying to sway it to, you know, a far right perspective. I just want it to be balanced and objective, which hello is what we learned in journalism school. I mean, it shouldn't be something where you and I feel like we are the rejects of the newsroom because we want to try to bring objectivity in. And I don't know about you, but, um, one of the major things that Viacom CBS was really enforcing upon all of its affiliate stations was to color and skin color in every story. Wait, can you was- say that last sentence again? Cause you broke up. Oh, sure. Um, was that Viacom CBS was enforcing in every story, gender and skin color in, uh, they wanted it to be in every single story. And, you know, Ivory, we're on TV. So when you're interviewing someone, they can clearly see what skin color the person has. And I, I would bring this up to my producers all the time. I would say, why do I have to reiterate what skin color this person has? The viewers can see what their skin color is. Oh, that, they wanted that, you to specifically say the person's skin color? Yes. That's, if it was that's a black, a if it was an if, racist. If it was a black person that we had to reiterate that they were black constantly. And I was like, and I would bring this up all the time, like in our, in our, you know, in our meetings and things like that before a story would even, you know, be developed. Right. When we were talking about, okay, here's the topic of what we want to talk about on this show today. And, you know, and, and honestly, Ivory, the people that I would interview the last time I did the show, um, where basically I kind of drew the line and said, I'm never going to be a host on this show again, because you guys just, it's every week I'm having to say the same thing again and again, nobody listens to me. And it's frankly, you know, as an on-air personality, it's our face on there asking these questions, right. To the, to your guest um, or to the person that you're interviewing. And so it makes you look ridiculous when you're asking questions. For example, I interviewed a woman who, uh, she was a white woman, uh, but she was a female engineer for General Motors working on the Cadillac Lyric, which is their new um, green energy vehicle that's going to be coming out in the next couple of years. So my producer specifically was saying in my ear, and it was written in my script, that I needed to reiterate the fact that she was a female And he wanted me to make sure that I asked her, what was it like to be a female engineer in a male dominated like atmosphere? Those questions, right? And I was, I purposely was skirting around that question because I'm like, that's a dumb question. Mm -hmm. I know tons of women engineers. This is nothing new. Like in my mind, this is what I was thinking, right? So Finally, he says it for the third time. And I'm like, okay, I could potentially like get in really big trouble if I don't ask this question because he's, he's not just my producer. He's like my boss. And so I asked the question, I said, what's it like to be mortified? What's it like to be a female engineer? And she looked at me, Ivory, and was like, 
so taken aback and offended by that question. And she's like, well, I never think about my gender when I'm doing my job. And I want it to be like, yes, I know. Thank you. You know, <laughs> like this was so ridiculous. And, um, and then she says, and actually the, the up and coming, like new people that are being hired into General Motors that do tours in our facility all the time. She goes, there's so many women being hired in science and technology. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and after that interview, I literally said to my producer, I said, I will never again do something like that because it makes me look ridiculous. I didn't want to say it in the first place and it has no application for today's society. Like we've had maybe 50 years ago, Ivory, it was groundbreaking, right? That women were engineers, but we have a female vice president right now. Like women are at the top of their game right now, more so than they ever have been. What, what, what can you and I not do that a man can do, right? There's no limit right for women right now right and actually a lot of people don't realize that the news industry itself is female dominated at this point mm -hmm. it's in newsrooms it's primarily women at least the newsrooms i've worked in and it was well known throughout the course of my career that more women women were more desired in the newsroom you know by news directors they wanted to have female faces because it would bring the audience in more Mm -hmm. and um so I think in our industry, if anyone has an, a disadvantage, it might be men, actually. And white males. Let's just be honest. If we're going to be completely honest, white males, because the way that, they've, that they're have doing things now is like, in my opinion, it's reverse discrimination. Um, right. Where- they, right. The news directors want uh, diversity. So they're looking yes. for minority faces. So if you're Which is, black, there's Hispanic, nothing or wrong Asian, with that. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, then you have a better chance of getting hired. Exactly. Fact, my, my TV talent agents straight up said that to me. Yeah. yeah. It's so true. I literally, when I was looking for the job, which eventually landed me at Fox in Houston, I sat down with my TV talent agent in LA. He opened mm-hmm. a big, big old binder with every <laughs> job opening across the country and just about every single one the it listed what the bosses were looking for, black, Hispanic, black, Hispanic, black, Hispanic. He's like, sorry, Ivory, I'll do my best, but you're white. And I was just <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> right. I, and, and, you know, and that's, and that's just the thing is like, it, I am grateful that at least at CBS I, at Detroit, I didn't feel, obviously I didn't feel that way. I, I, I was able to get, you know, keep a job for nine years there um, being a white female, but, and, and, and here's the other thing, like, I'm not, I'm not, I mean, I think it's great. I want to see diversity, right? There's yeah. nothing wrong with diversity. Totally. What, where I think we've gone wrong though, is if we're only looking at someone's skin color and not, we're not looking anymore at their talents or, you know, things like that. And I, I just think that, um, we, you know, it, it's something that we have to be careful about because, uh, we don't want to create an, an environment of racism. Certainly like we're not, exactly. that's not who we are. You know, that's yeah. not who we are. Um, and, and I remember so, there was one time, just one time where being female went against me when oh, yeah? uh, I, I was seeking a job at CBS Los Angeles. And I, I got a email back from the news director bluntly saying, Sorry, not looking any look, not looking for any female people at this point. <laughs> that was I can't female. believe they actually told you that, right? <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, so it's like, oh, okay, got it. But so TV is very superficial. That's one thing people should know. If you're getting into this industry, it's very yeah. superficial. They, they care a lot about how you look. They, yeah. they do care. They care about your hair color. In fact, they care about your hair cut. And long hair was going against me, but I wanted it anyway. So they might tell you to cut your hair, but they mm-hmm. are also going to care. They are going to care about your race, actually. And, yeah. you know, I told if I had like, I had Hispanic interns and I told them you you have a good shot in this industry for being Hispanic. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're, they're going to, you're going to be in demand. So this is a mm-hmm. wonderful thing. And sure mm-hmm. enough, one of my interns shot straight from like, her first market was a small town in Kentucky, just learning how to be a reporter. And after that, she went straight to Tampa, which is wow. the 11th biggest TV market in America. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not yeah. even surprised. <laughs> you know? Yeah. She's yeah. A beautiful Hispanic girl. And she was talented on top of it. Like, yeah. And that's, so. you know, and that's, and that's phenomenal. Like that's, amazing and great. What we have to be careful about is, you know, not to not, you know, the whole, the whole reason we got into this problem, I would say, you know, decades ago was that we, we ended up valuing somebody only by their skin color, right? We can't do that, right? It's gotta be, um, it's gotta be equal across the boards, but yeah. um, And it's funny, this one time I was talking with, um, some other of my TV girlfriends and, one was black and one was Asian. And of course I was white. And we all came to the realization that each of us thought that we had a disadvantage in this industry because of our race. Wow. Like the, really? The Asian was like, nobody, no, nobody's looking for an Asian reporter. And mm-hmm. I was thinking, well, nobody's looking for white because they want minority mm-hmm. that and the mm-hmm. black girl felt the same. And it's like, gosh, maybe we should all chill out about our race. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but no, just looking at my agent's uh, my agent's binder, he provided the proof that yes, news directors do really judge you by your appearance. Yeah, in fact, absolutely. I had a, I had a new well when I was an intern at ABCLA, sat down with the news director and said, "How can I make it in this business?" And the first thing she said was your appearance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she, she straight up mm-hmm. said you need to be so good looking that when they're flipping the channels they stop when they see you so mm-hmm. first thing she looks for and she's a female herself she's like yeah, you've got to be a hot mm-hmm. chick <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i mean and that's just the nature of tv right i mean that's yeah. just it is it is what it is right yeah so, but beyond, beyond that, and you know, I think all of those things contribute to what some people call a toxic newsroom environment. If we go back mm-hmm. to this news article, which by the mm-hmm. way, I don't think I named him. This guy's he was the morning anchor, anchor, Ryan Cody, social mm-hmm. media post saying he's focusing on his mental health now and he's getting out of the professional toxicity. It can be toxic for a man when the bot, when the boss says, Hey, your haircut is a half inch too long. Fix that. You know, and like mm-hmm. you just mm-hmm. all you feel so over monitored. So for so sometimes it's like political pressure in the newsroom. Mm-hmm. I know I there was one newsroom producer I talked to who said that he had to go into or basically most people went into hiding if if they were a right winger they would hide the fact that they were right. Well, this guy didn't. He actually put Trump decorations 
Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting mode, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com. A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. Best performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Wow. And I'm surprised he, got, he didn't show up with like getting eggs, you know, thrown at his oh, desk. And <laughs> he, he got in so many words, he got the eggs like he he got singled out and yeah. eventually destroyed in the industry. I'm probably going to have to tell his story publicly someday. But yeah. so there's a lot of things that contribute to. Well, I think, you know, Ivory, you and I both know when we were going to school for journalism, we were told The best reporter is somebody who can write a story with both sides of an argument. And the person reading that article or, you know, hearing the news story has no clue what side of the political aisle that you're on. And so that was always my intent. And 
you know, what, you know, I, right now I'm publicly a conservative, but I, I never would have wanted anybody to know where I stood politically because it was so important for me to portray truth and objectivity within my reporting that it, again, it shouldn't matter what side of the aisle you're on. The problem is when COVID was introduced to the world, I feel like that's when, uh, at least for me at my station, all objectivity in reporting was just thrown out the window. It was as if there was just a blanket uh, statement or direction from corporate, you know, Viacom CBS to all of its affiliate stations saying like, this is the way, the direction that, that we are going to do things. And this is, this is the line you have to take. And it was so far left that you couldn't even bring it to be objective. And by left, do you mean saying man, um, good? Like meaning meaning that we're is good. <laughs> yeah. Like me, for example, like, uh, we're only going to fear monger people about COVID. We're never going to tell them about uh, the vitamins they can take or the therapeutics they can take or, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm just, I'm still thinking like, when did healthcare become left and right? Like when did what, what nourishes your body or what protects your body yeah. become left or right? Well, that's, I mean, I think COVID was the defining moment on that because because they were so intent on making sure that everyone got vaccinated, uh, that that was the only cure for COVID. And therefore, you were not allowed to talk about any other treatment that was safe and effective, or else you were labeled as being a conspiracy theorist or far right, even though the president of the United States held every single day a press conference at the White House with multiple doctors to discuss all the different, you know, 15 different ways you could be cured of COVID. And there was no reason for all the fear mongering and the lockdowns and the mask wearing, you know. And why were the TV stations not picking up on these press conferences and saying, oh, well, look, we have this doctor today that showed us that in less than 30 seconds, the virus is killed as soon as you walk outside or in ultraviolet light, you know, the virus is killed. Or how about this, um, you know, like Ivory, this technology has been around for decades. It's, it's, um, what is it like, like the air purification systems that you can just add on to your house, like mm-hmm. into your furnace. Mm-hmm. And it literally ionizes everything. I mean, we've had this technology. And actually, what- they're actually, yeah, I was interview. I was assigned to do a live interview with a guy who sells that equipment. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And when it, when it was brought up the equipment he sells, because we were talking about masks but I got scolded by my boss for talking about his co- his company. See what I mean? Like it's it's stuff like that. Like why on earth would we not be able to give the public truthful information that would stop the fear? Because I mean, I yeah, people I, didn't see their families for an entire year because of fear. Yeah, it's it's uh, the fear mongering. It's definitely a culture in the newsroom. Like, okay, the scarier I can make this story. Uh, you know, the more viewers are going to react, the more my boss is going to praise me, you know? And so it becomes, 
kind of this culture of like, well, let's overhype this story as much as possible. Um, But, and what was it? Stossel back, Stossel, what was his first name? Stossel on ABC. What was it? Yeah, he had a segment called Hype where he would call this out, basically. (laughs) Call out the overhype. Where is he now? (laughs) Yeah, back in the early 2000s. We need him bad right now. Right. But I mean, we I think uh, what really fell by the wayside was like the the local reporting of facts on the ground. Um, When you're when you're a journalist, you're supposed to go out and collect and and just kind of explore what's happening in the community and and bring it back and report it. Uh, and not, not go by a bullet point narrative before you, before you leave. I think what we saw happen in newsrooms with the pandemic was suddenly it was like, well, here's, here's what, um, the CDC says is happening. So Mm -hmm. go out and find the facts that, that corroborate what the CDC says. And if you find any facts that don't, you ignore those. Okay. So, oh, you find 10 people who are whose uh, life experience is completely contrary to the CDC. Well, forget those people. Find the one whose story corroborates the CDC because it's the only the CDC is possible. And that's why I continue to say that when the media is not being the watchdog of the people right? By presenting all sides of the information, then we have effectively become their enemy. And that's why you and I decided to come forward uh, because we were just disgusted by it. We were disgusted by the lack of transparency and authenticity. And we were seeing people that we loved. I mean, our loved ones and our friends were seeing their lives be completely changed and altered for absolutely no reason, right? I mean, I can't tell you how heartbreaking it was to find out that there were family members of mine that literally went an entire year without seeing their their grandchildren because they were so terrified by what was being put forth on the news. And I felt such a responsibility, you know, as a journalist to say, you know, this is this is not okay. People are not visiting each other. There's people dying in nursing homes, not of a disease, but of loneliness and depression. Because they're separated by glass and they can't see their loved ones. I mean, it's inhumane the way that the elderly have been treated over the last two years now. Um, You know, we could go on and on about it. I mean, you and I are both on the same page of that. We, We knew what the effective treatments were. You did, you know, early, early stories on Iacton and were, you know, not allowed to, to publish them. And, you know, you had amazing interviews with Dr. McCullough and so many other great doctors. And then, like you said, the, the one manufacturer of the, um, the company that cleans the air, right, with the filtration systems. These are all things. I mean, even just as simple as I think one of the doctors that Trump interviewed even just said simply washing with soap and water gets rid of this virus. Like it is the easiest. And you know what? I'll go a step further. My husband was a principal at a school at the time when COVID broke out and they contacted the cleaning company that normally does all the cleaning for the school. And that company said, my husband was like, Hey, we need you to get, you know, the the best disinfectant that you have. Like we have to make sure that we get this, this school completely ready for reopening in the fall. And the cleaning company was like, listen, what the products we use, it, it kills COVID. Like there's nothing more that we will do that we haven't already always done. Like, you know, so 
I guess my point is, is that the media was complicit in ramping up the fear among people. And what did that do? It, it, it took people away from their family and their loved ones unnecessarily. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, I think that you and I are both disgusted by that and why we felt so compelled to like share our stories and why we feel so compelled today still to continue to do independent journalism and telling the truth because you can turn on mainstream media and you'll never hear the stories that you and I talk about. Right. Exactly. And look, let's be clear. This is a virus that does hit certain people very hard. Absolutely. But um, the hype was a real thing from the very beginning. My boss didn't want to put out recovery rates. She didn't want viewers to know how quickly you recover from this virus. The fact that thousands of people were fine in a few days, every day. Every day there was a new set of thousands of people who were good. They recovered, but don't let people know they recovered. So there was this, this push to overhype from the beginning and then to spin the numbers. How, how can we put out the most hysterical numbers? Okay. The, the, the death rate is looking low. Don't talk about the death rate then, you know, things like that, which is just so wrong. You know, how about be a straight shooter with these numbers? Oh, did you, I think you broke up. Yeah, you just broke up, but I, okay. we're back. Okay, cool. Um, so, so I think um, if for people getting into news, just remember to stay loyal to the facts on the ground and to truth about the numbers, you know. And now that I'm outside of the corporation, I am dedicating most of my time to the facts that are being suppressed, being hidden by the media. Um, Someone asked me the other day, why aren't you talking about the hundreds of thousands of people who died without being vaccinated? And I said, because the media has done a great job of covering that. (laughs) So it's my job to cover what they won't let you know is that countless people are now dying with the vaccine. (laughs) Yeah, you're so right. So if we just if we all just covered all of it from the beginning, then I wouldn't have a job. I wouldn't have a job because because I have a lot of work to do now covering everything that the media doesn't want to tell you. It's so true. I feel like the weight of the world is on my shoulders sometimes because so many people are constantly, I guarantee they're doing this with you as well, reaching out to me, which I'm grateful for. Mm-hmm. But it's heartbreaking, Ivory, because yeah. oh my gosh, all of these stories are heartbreaking. It's oh, yeah. I, my father's in the hospital on a ventilator. Please help me. Um, oh, yeah. It's right, and you. It, it, I never thought in a million years that my job would be to help facilitate someone getting the proper treatment in a hospital. I mean, mm-hmm. think about where our world has come to when. Yeah. People go to the hospital and it's almost more dangerous for them to enter the hospital than, than for them to stay at home and get treatment from a doctor who will actually prescribe them correct medication. Yeah. You know, scary time. That's a very scary thing. I, I've never in my life had like every single Instagram DM be a critically important, devastating story. Yeah. And I'm just like, sometimes I just, yeah, I, I, it stresses me out and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't handle this. I'm just one person. I'm so glad that you feel the same way. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. And none of the media 
is pitching in to cover these stories. So they're all flooding to people like you and me. Yeah. And, the, and here's the thing, Ivory, it's so, it's so important what you just said, is that if the media was doing their job to actually give people real resources of, I mean, why isn't the media stomping into the emergency rooms of all of these hospitals and demanding an answer as to why people are being put on remdesivir when we know that when they tried to use remdesivir, severe in 2017 and 2018 in the Congo, 50% of the patients died, right? But because Fauci said, you know, that all the hospitals should be using severe, now that's what are all of these people are being put on instead of being given, by the way, uh, the other medication starting with an H and then a C and then a Q about, <laughs> um, which was a study that was done in a clinical trial in 2020 at Henry Ford Health System in Michigan and decided in that study uh, that was published in July of 2020, for anyone who wants to research this, that study revealed that every single patient that was treated was healed and nobody died. So then- get this, I have a friend who is a reporter in Detroit right now, not going to mm-hmm. out this person, mm-hmm. but they covered that for their mainstream outlet at the time. Mm-hmm. And it just dawned on them. They had recovered that recently and they tried to find it for me and send it to me. Uh, the mainstream outlet had wiped it from their website as if they had never covered it. Oh, our mistake. We accidentally covered some facts outside the narrative. We'll pretend we didn't do that. Gone from the website. Can you believe and that? I, I can believe it. And it's a crime. It's a crime. And and that's, and that's the thing, Ivory, is like, again, it goes back to, and, and so in August, okay, so July, 2020, this article comes out saying, hey, guess what? We have a drug that's already been FDA approved. It's been on the market for 60 some years. And hey, what do you know? It heals people. And then the very next month, the government came down and said, absolutely not. You're not going to prescribe that anymore. And now what do we have? All of these cases of people getting sick, um, you know, and we, you and I haven't even touched on the jabs, right? Mm-hmm. And what we're seeing happening from the jabs. And uh, I'm sure you've seen the slides of the, the blood of people who have been vaxxed versus unvaxxed, you know, underneath the microscope, you can see the blood clotting happening with people um, who have already received the job. So, so why is the media turning a blind eye to that? Right. I just want to tell people aspiring to be journalists, maintain your curiosity. There's pressure right now yes. to not be curious. You get punished for being curious. Yeah. Oh, wait, someone sent me a tip about a slide of someone's blood. It looks alarming. How dare you be curious about that blood? <laughs> you know? right? That's investigative that's journalism. That, like, that's what we live shame. for. You're crying. Yeah. You know, and this idea of conspiracy theorists is now it's now being thrown on everyone to to uh, peer pressure them out of curiosity. No, right. if you're curious about that topic, you're a conspiracy theorist. Right. A good investigative journalist used to be someone who who digs into these crazy tips they get and then uncovers something really important and lets the public yep. know about it. Yeah. But they're We're all exactly pressured right. out of it now. 
But I will say this to anybody listening who, um, you know, is a little bit nervous about going into journalism, but you know that that's what you really want to do. Go for it. Go, go and fight hard in your newsroom for objectivity. And you know what? If you can't get it, if, if you're not able to get the truth out, the American people will support you if you decide to go independent. I mean, Ivory, you and I have gotten so much support and there's, there are up and coming networks. There are, uh, you know, places where you can go to get, to be able to report truth. Um, you know, even if the mainstream media is not going to allow you to do that, but we need more truth tellers, right? I mean, oh yeah. And I bet, I bet you could even just do it on your social media. Mm -hmm. No, you don't even need to work for a news outlet. These right. Exactly. Uh, if you're well, an independent journalist, if you're starting out as a journalist, <clears throat> grow your social media, focus on growth. And you know how you grow is by providing people with posts that help them. Yep. And once you grow your mo- social media, you can monetize your social media. You can be a successful independent journalist. Screw the corporation. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah. All right. Well, any last words you want to say? I'm so glad you came on. Yeah, this was really fun. Well, I think that I think we need to have some more like just, uh, you know, off the cuff interviews, just you and I just kind of discussions of what's going on. Maybe like once a month, we should plan to do this just kind really? of a discussion of like, okay, let's do a recap of what happened in this last month. And yeah. what are some of the top things and That'd yeah, I would really, I would love that so much. And yeah, no, I just think that I think that um, the, the world is craving truth right now. Yeah. And so if you just um, work really, really hard to get the truth out to people, you're going to find the viewers and the followers that um, that you're going to need to be successful. And uh, to, you know, to to any of these people that are still working in newsrooms across America and they feel like they're the only ones left, you know, we want to encourage you as well that again, like your voice is very important. And, um, you know, I know a lot of people who are currently in newsrooms and they're struggling. It's hard because they're the only ones that are standing up for objectivity, but, you know, think about what the impact would be if you weren't there at that station, Mm -hmm. you know, so keep, keep at it, keep doing what's right. And as long as you know that you're doing what's right, um, you'll never, you know, I don't think you'll have any regrets. You just have to keep uh, true to yourself and into to your intuition and follow uh, that. Absolutely. I agree. Well, thank you so much, April. And we will talk soon. Okay. We'll do this again. Sounds great. Ivory. Thanks so much for having me. All right. Okay. Talk to you. <laughs> Bye. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only 
a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. 